Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience, a podcast confronting current events, politics, comedy, and calamity, all from the perspective of a trans titaness. She's a verbal black belt, skilled in the art of roasting, the hellmouth, doomsayer, CEO of the Amazon position. Here's your host, Cameron Ellen Terrell. Welcome to Tranos and the Lived Experience. I'm your host, Cameron Aileen Maharet Jarrell, a.k.a. Tranos. Say it with your whole chest or fear the touch of the sun's rays for the rest of eternity. This is Tranos and the Lived Experience, the show that has adapted to solitude. Uh, today's episode is brought to you by the meeting of marijuana and music. Today's choice for music is Point Number One by Chevelle. It is a um, great song. Uh, it's very upbeat. It's one of the songs that's one of my go-tos when I'm disassociating. So check it out before you listen to this episode or have it playing in the background while this episode is playing. Put it on loop. It'll make you feel great. And the strain of choice today is going to be uh, Kosher Kush, also known as Kosher OG. It's a popular indica marijuana strain. It is currently offered in seeds, mostly in DNA genetics. It originated in Los Angeles as a clone-only strain. Historically, this strain has been named the winner of High Times Cannabis Cuff's Best Indica in 2010 and 11. Um, I was, hmm, I think I was 30, 30 and 31 when that happened. Uh, I, 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 and I had to search for it. I had to super search for it. Like, I had to leave New York State to find it. So, um... Uh, Check it out. It's, it's it's one of the high like high THC counts for its time at around like twenty one percent, but it'll get you where you need to go, and it's very pungent. It's super pungent. Like my whole like little space is lit up right now, and I kind of love it. Today's episode is uh been been a rough one actually. Uh, like we said before, we're on a, a different journey now, and we're just trying to find trying to find a, the, the the means, the route to self-care. And I was sitting around and I was thinking a lot about this. Uh, it took me way longer. Like, if you, if you don't know, I have a deadline and I'm beyond my deadline now. And it's because I really wanted to sit down and, and, and figure out a, a way to convey an episode for you that was tailored for self-care. Um, so let's talk about one of the things that I do for self-care, which is also kind of hazardous sometimes, I seek solitude whenever possible. The world made it kind of easy, though. Don't 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 trip, as they would say. Uh, when I say I seek solitude a lot, is I spend a lot of time alone. I spend a lot of time alone in my thoughts, in my creativity. I spend a lot of time alone in general. Uh that's been a thing most of my life, but it, it, it magnified itself. It became a bigger monster that I have lost control over in the last like six years. Uh, I'm not going to get into a long story about my attack, but everybody who's listened to this show knows that I was attacked. I was um, trans bashed and sexually assaulted uh, six years ago. 
And when I say it, I still envision what happened to me. I still like remember every smell, every sound, every move, every texture from that incident. Um, and what happened afterwards was uh, I was left to my own devices. I didn't really get a lot of visitors when I was in the hospital. Not a lot of people knew exactly what happened to me right off the bat. And it was because I was already off in solitude. When I retired, air quotes, you can't see it. When I retired from professional wrestling, um, it was because I kind of became aware that I had sacrificed a bit of my authenticity for people who kind of didn't care about me. And what it did was it made me, and I said, I said all the, the, the right things. Oh, I'm just taking time to myself. I'm just going to go off and, and, and figure things out for me and I'll be back. But like, I never returned. Not the way that they wanted me to. A big part of what's been going on in my life is that I've somehow managed. <laughs> How do I say this? I've somehow managed to take the the self out of care. And, and I think what this episode is about today is about focusing in on, on my own self-care. I, I do a lot of reaching out and helping others and being there in other people's times and needs. It's time for me to be there on my own. And uh, what I mean by that is I choose solitude now. I'm not afraid of it. Isolation doesn't necessarily mean lonely. And uh, how I felt before was I, I, I felt, I feel to this day, I feel um, alone, but no longer abandoned, if that makes any sense to you. Uh, when I started transitioning, I, I thought I had like this clamoring of friends, like this large cluster of friends. And transitioning opened my eyes, which I'm forever grateful for, to be totally honest with you. It's this weird thing about like when you seek authenticity, it it, it finds you and everyone in your circle. It, it's easier. Once you find your authenticity, it's easier to see it in others. And when I started transitioning, I uh I took some time about away from being in places that I knew made me uncomfortable, locker rooms for one, uh bars, um People who couldn't wrap their mind around it. If you said the term that like you murdered my friend or I need to get used to this and I took time from you and it probably never came back. I took a lot of time. Um, and it used to hurt. It used to make me cry. It, I used to feel like very, very um, lonely. Now I use that time a, a little bit better. One of the things that I'm focusing in on um other than mindfulness, is in my mindfulness, I have to be realistic about how I care for myself. I push and I push and I fight and I fight. I fight a lot. I fight so hard for the community. I fight for my organization. I fight for my city. And like a lot of the time, it's like I get nothing out of it. There's no reverence for what I've done. And like, I know that sounds fucking crazy for me to say it that way. But like, at the same time, like, if you've lived the life that I've lived, you realize that like, I just do for the sake of doing. And it's not that I, I expect, expect reciprocation. 
but it's that I know that there will be none. In my time of need, when I was assaulted, uh, my community did not hover around me. They did not center me. They did not help me. They, they as a matter of fact, they like it felt like the exact opposite. Um, a white woman here was trans bashed. I spoke about it in a former episode. Well, and, and I'm heavy air quotes. She said she was trans bashed. She was not. Uh, she was racist and from a, a southern state and moved here. And when she decided to transition to where she thought it was safer, she also brought racism with her. So she was racist to children and racist to elderly people. And she got caught doing it and got beat up. It wasn't because she was trans. It was because she was calling children monkeys and throwing rocks at them. Uh, the community here uh, centered around her. And they donated to her and they gave her rides and they helped her look for places to work after she like lost her job from not going in. Um, the, <laughs> they uh, sent her letters, sent her stuffed animals and, and, and they looked like fools because at the end of the day, like when it came out, what she really did, they everybody went silent about helping her, but they still didn't help me. And what I'm doing now during my self-care is I'm taking an inventory of those kind of things and then I'm saying like, I'm letting that go. I'm letting that go because I know what my community is capable of here. And as much as I want the community to be capable of uh, a rapid response and unity and, 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 and centering, the, centering the harmed, at, it's, a, it's a goal that's too big for me. I can't fight for that on my own. Because the more I fight for it, the more isolated I become. So... What I'm doing now in this episode is I'm talking about things that make me feel better about the circumstances in which I've become aware of. One, I take time to enjoy. Period. <laughs> I take time to enjoy. I don't feel rushed. I don't feel obligated to almost anyone. <laughs> um, I think I like to uh, search and seek things that are more mm. This is a hard one cuz like like I said we're opening up in this new season that we're on. And I want it to be more about the way in which I deal with the world's ills. And I just I'm 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 in the very infantile stages of this cuz I spent a lot of time not taking care of myself, thinking that if I burnt my candle at both ends, that I would get to some like ending that would save someone else, that would help someone else, that would make someone else's life better. And now I want to aim that at myself, except for I don't want to burn both ends anymore. The sleepless nights, um, hunger, uh, those kind of things, neglecting myself. I've chosen not to do that anymore. So uh, what I've been doing is enjoying time by myself. Catching up on movies that I haven't seen, enjoying music that nobody else seems to get, uh, reading books that I've I've missed for years, omitting authors that I think are trash. Um, I haven't played video games and since Christmas. Uh, my PlayStation died, and I decided I wasn't going to buy a new one. I was. It's too much of because my number one go tos are isolation and. Uh, 
disassociation and video games make it super easy for me to disassociate. I get the right video game and I turn it on and I'm gone for hours, but there's not productive time. It's not. And I know like me time doesn't necessarily self care doesn't necessarily have to be productive, but it's, it's too much sometimes for me. Um, I'm an active, like I used to be an active, like first person shooter video game player. And not only are they like hella violent and kind of desensitize you a little bit. Um, and don't use that quote to fucking attack video games that I'm speaking about strictly for me. Um, it just is so a lot of the times you can waste time where you can be creating. And I feel like as a creator, I can spend that time better creating things. I can use that for me, that time more for something that's aimed at me, like going to get my nails done or going to get my hair uh, fixed or, or done or going to a restaurant I've never been to. I've been taking myself out to lunch because nobody else has. Um, <laughs> I've been taking myself out to lunch uh, lately, taking myself to places that I've never been before. Uh, not to mention the fact that like, when I say that I let my isolation get out of control, it got out of control to the point where I became agoraphobic. Take some time to look up what agoraphobia is, but I'll define what it means to me. Generally, there are like five instances where people feel agoraphobic. One, uh, in public, when you're surrounded by people and you feel like you can't escape. Two, at work. When you're designated to be in a space and you feel like you can't escape. <laughs> Three, public transportation, where you are locked in a sardine with a bunch of strangers and you feel like you can't escape. <laughs> uh, four, gatherings, family gatherings. When arguments and stuff like that kind of start and you feel like there's no out for you. Like, you know, you're walking into a situation where it's just going to be a dog pile on you and you feel like there will be no escape. But mostly where I am is I am at five. I'm at five and five is where like I don't feel safe leaving my home. So what I've been doing is I've been venturing outside of my circle. Uh, and I know it sounds stupid to you, but it's really important to me. The other day I went grocery shopping. And I got gas after dark, which is one of my big no-nos. I generally don't make any moves after dark. And if you've been to wrestling shows with me in the past, you'll understand the urgency of me to leave before the sun sets. <laughs> um, and you'll see that my mood changes when the sun sets. Like, I have to be home when that happens. And if I'm not, I'm not happy. Um, but I, I ventured out. Shout out to Aldi's for like having the, like the dope fits in their little circular today. Um, and well, last week I told everybody about it. I went there to go get the sweatsuit. It was like a sweatsuit and flip flops. Yeah, I'm buying grocery store clothes. Don't 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 fucking judge me. It was like the sweatsuit, a bucket hat, some flip flops, and I was like, yo, that's super nineties. I'm going to go get that. So I left my house to go get it, and it was sold out because I put y'all on and y'all ain't saving no outfit. So. I grocery shopped. I was there for a while. I was looking around, making sure I was getting things that I really needed. Cause it's another thing that I did. I've been doing during my self care is making sure that I'm, I'm focused in on what I need and not just buying so I can get in and out. Cause a lot of the time I'll go grocery shopping and I'll buy a bunch of shit that don't match and can't make any meals with it because I just want food. 
Um, and I walk into the grocery store and forget my plan because I'm agoraphobic. So I took my time this time and I got things that made like actual meals. And I was like, I had a list and I was doing the things that I needed to do. And then as I was leaving the grocery store, I realized that I needed gas. I was running really low on gas. So I went and gassed the bus up. And while I was in the store gassing the bus up, it was almost like it immediately happened without me realizing what was going on because I'm a little neurodivergent. So I kind of didn't know what was going on. I walked into the grocery store. I paid for my gas. I came back outside. It was pitch dark. And that stomach fluttering rush that I normally get uh, wasn't, it wasn't as immediate. I told myself, just go pump your gas, get in your bus, and make your way home. So I did that. So I'm a little proud of myself. Um, I think I have to be more, and, 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 and if you're listening to this out there and, and you feel like you might be a little bit of the, have a touch of the Tranos, like, they do these things also. Tell me, like, in on our Tranos lives on Instagram, um, message me and tell me what you do for self-care. What's one of your self-care go-tos? And, and, and what's one of your self-care downfalls? One of my self-care downfalls is I don't listen to my body. Because the the call for danger is constantly coming from inside of the house i'm preoccupied so when i say listen to my body it's like sometimes i'll find myself holding urine like just holding it because i feel like if i move i'm gonna miss something anybody else doing that like or because out of practice of holding urine in public because i don't want to go to public bathrooms so sometimes when I'm totally by myself, when I'm at home, like I'll, I'll do the whole, like, I can't go to this bathroom because somebody will be in it. And then I have to tell myself, well, it's not my bathroom. Nobody else should be in it. Go to the bathroom. And sometimes that takes like two hours for me to come to the realization that I've been holding urine for that long and damaging my body. Another thing I don't listen to is, uh, one of my downfalls is that I don't pay attention to how many times I've eaten in a day. And it's not that I'm overeating. It's that I'm not eating enough. Sometimes I will go entire days without food. As I speak, as we are currently recording this, I have had a cup of tea and nothing else. And I just remembered that. So as soon as this episode is over, I'm going to run and get something to eat. But like, it's midday. It's midday. And I've been up since, I don't know, six o'clock in the morning. And it's probably around one o'clock and I haven't eaten anything yet. I did drink tea. Tea is one of my self-care things. If I'm drinking a lot of tea around you, it's because I, I trust you. I feel comfortable enough to have tea around you. Tea is very important to me. Like, I'm a tea addict. You can ask anyone who knows me. Um, I currently have uh, 35 different kinds of tea in my house. Um... Which is weird because I'm holding in urine and not going in the bathroom and also not feeding myself on time. But I I have all these different strains of tea in my house. I have more strains of tea than I do weed. And y'all know I smoke. Um, another self-care thing I've done is I've allowed myself. Because I, I used to be a heavy drinker before transitioning. And I cut all of that off. 
And it wasn't for fear that I was an alcoholic, because at some point I was. But it was just, it was too all-consuming. And I felt like I was doing a thing that I didn't like. So another thing that I've been doing this week is that I've been looking up, like, fun home cocktails that you can make that you don't have to get drunk off. And I've just been trying them. I've just been trying them. Like, it's not an over and abundance, uh, overabundance. I try one thing, and I, that's it. Like, and I'll have, like, one, maybe two. And because my tolerance is super low now, because I don't, I haven't drank in years. So my tolerance is like right where it needs to be to let me know that I'm in danger. <laughs> like, um, what did I have the other day? I had like a, a cinnamon toast crunch shot. It was rum chata and fireball. And it was good. I had one. That's really all you needed. Yeah, I know this episode has been all over the place. That's generally because I am in this show reflects how I'm feeling. And I think as I dive more into this self-discovery of, of, of loving myself more, hopefully you'll be able to do the same. Shout out to Remedial Mixtape, new podcast being done by me. And y'all know who I'm about to say, B. Um, um, me and them are doing this new this new venture and hopefully we'll be able to share it with you soon my mind's been very occupied with that as well as i am currently writing a book it's a a work of fiction and i haven't have a, i don't have a title for it yet not a, I'm, I'm, i have a working title but i don't want to share it yet um but yeah like i've been paying attention to create my creativity and to loving myself more and to listening to my body and those kind of things and i know in a tumultuous time where it's all about like fucking doom and gloom especially for trans people like we we sometimes forget to take care of ourselves like and i ha- like i have no one else to do it so i have to kind of remember to do it myself like uh, i don't want to leave you uh, on a sour note. So I'll say like isolation and solitude does not necessarily mean loneliness. And the outlook that I had on solitude was that I felt alone a lot. Uh, sometimes it becomes overwhelming and I still feel that a little bit more than a little bit. Let's be truthful, Cameron. Like you're trying to be truthful on your goddamn show. Um, I've learned to sit in that and ask myself, why do I need others who generally don't need me? Um, I haven't found an answer yet. So I relish in my solitude. It's the time where I get to work uh, and, and create the, the way I see fit. I get to set the mood. I get to eat what I want. I get to dress how I want. I get to do whatever I want in that moment. And, and, and that's and that's vital and that's important. Now, this is going to be a very short episode by standard. But I'm allowed. Um, so before we get out of here, we're going to hit a little bit of this kosher OG. Now, if you hear click, click, cough, cough, hear water bubbling, be an adult, you've been here long enough.
um, I really want to reach out and start talking to the audience more. So I really meant what I said. Like, talk to us at at Tranos Lives and leave us. Like, you can direct messages. You could post something to, like, tell me what self-care looks like to you. What's one thing that you have to do for you? One thing. And then t- maybe tell me one thing that you wish you did more of for you. And that's at at Tranos Lives on Instagram. Um, click, click, cough, cough, being about. Well, that's delicious, actually. God damn, that's pungent. Um, this has been a scattered episode. <laughs> um, it took me a very long time to like figure out what to talk to you about today. Like, and it's because I've I'm bad at self care. I'm bad at self care, but I'm good at business. So, with that being said, this has been an episode of Tranos and the Lived Experience. My name is Kamrayin Elin Maharet Jarel, a.k.a. Tranos. Say it with your whole chest. Or I will kidnap you and take you on a spa date. Once again, this was Tranos and the Lived Experience to show that it's good at business and bad at self-care. Bye.